You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you have tuned in to the correct podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this marketing-focused podcast, and it's very, very cool to have you tuning in. In today's episode, I'm talking to Ian about one-click checkouts and all the changes that are happening in the payment space, because this month we're all about the new new. Yes, rather than focusing in on one thing all month, we're covering some of the exciting new marketing opportunities that I've come across so far this year. In each of these four episodes, I'll be bringing on an expert to give us the key info on a new marketing method you may want to test this year. Last week, we covered TikTok. And this week, we are, rather than just exactly covering a marketing method, we're talking about a big development in the software side, the platform side of e-commerce, which is using one of the checkout solutions. And why are we talking about that on a marketing podcast? We're talking about that because if you can improve your checkout and the conversion rate of your checkout, then all your marketing effort and budget gives you more sales. It's as simple as that. You will improve your conversion rate for first-time buyers. You will improve the retention of your future buyers. So it's kind of a no-brainer to be talking about this because you're about to find out there's an awful lot of cool stuff going on in the tech that enables you to, it's not just a case of implement X and forget about it and just pay the fees. There's an awful lot of opportunity there to improve your marketing, to improve your customer experience, and obviously to improve your sales. We're going to meet Ian and get chatting about it in a moment. But before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with one-click checkout expert, Ian Leslie. Up until recently, Ian's been the chief marketing officer at US furniture retailer Industry West and been a regular guest discussing the cool new marketing and platform developments he's been doing there on our sister podcast, E-Commerce Masterplan. He's now working at Bolt as the senior director of retail advocacy, helping Bolt to make their products ever more awesome and helping retailers like you guys to get the best out of the Bolt platform. Hello, Ian. Hey, happy to be here. It's great to be chatting to you again, and and with a different hat on and on a different podcast this time. I know, for sure. Always fun. And uh, yeah, this time a little bit more unique. Yeah, exactly. We get to really, really drill in this time. Although I think last time we were talking about PWA, so this one is also going to be on the techie platformy side. I'm, I never consider myself a techie, so that's not good. <laughs> we, shall, we shall have to come up with an idea in the future yeah. to talk about something definitely non-tech. Yeah. Um, but Ian, how did you, as a non-techie, how have you ended up working in the world of one-click checkouts? Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, I was on the merchant side for six years. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, leading digital marketing demand gen in higher ed here in the States. And um I mean, it just felt like the right time to move out of merchant side and more into SaaS side. And um, really, this was a great opportunity for me to take what I learned 
on the merchant side and extend it to a whole bunch of merchants. So uh, here at Bolt, you know, I have the opportunity to advocate on behalf of of our merchants and of our retailers and 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 work with them to um, help identify you know some of the product roadmap and and some of the pain points and uh, really just help them optimize. Uh, good podcast name help them keep optimizing um for and and really across not just checkout but across you know kind of technology agnostic um i really want to uh be known as someone who's just obsessed with seeing our merchants succeed and whether that's helping them you know across how they're implementing bolt or whether they're having issues with facebook ads which no one's having any issues with those right now or um uh you know GTM or, or anything, uh, just kind of being a, a resource that our merchants can use. And just to be 100% clear, you said GTM, are you talking Google Tag Manager? I always do that. I always throw <laughs> acronyms out to you and you have to that's, explain them for That's everyone. cool. It's, it's my job because I know some of the audience are going, yeah. GTM, how do, I, how do I use GTM to get traffic to my website? Sorry, guys, <laughs> not, a, not a sexy new marketing tool. No, no, no. This might be new, new month, but we're not quite inventing stuff yet. Um, so in one click checkouts, why should we as retailers be interested in one click checkouts? Yeah, I mean I think that's a that's a great question. I mean I think um we have in the past as as you and I have talked about the past 18 months has just exponentially grown in e-commerce around the world, particularly particularly in 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 the west. Um I think um what we saw with COVID, I've talked about, um, is we saw in the West what what Asia saw with SARS in terms of how e-commerce's share of overall retail and just exponentially, you know, increased its share in terms of retail. So I think with that, um, merchants on e-commerce are having to find better ways to complete the checkout experience, uh, easier ways, and there is a you know there is sort of a payment paralysis that is starting to occur with all of the payment options out there. And I think the more um, you're able as a merchant to offer a a very easy checkout solution, one that is one aesthetically pleasing two is tied into a previous checkout that you've placed on on another merchant. And then three, um, where that fintech company is supporting you on the back end, whether it's uh, via tools like fraud prevention or single sign-on or, you know, uh, even uh, abandoned card emails. Um, I think merchants need to look seriously down that path of using those solutions. And so with uh, one-click checkout, obviously you're benefiting from a great card experience if you're using the right vendor, but then you're also benefiting from, you know, a um, an ever expanding network of people using that one one step checkout, one click checkout solution, and just making it that much easier to check it on your site. Um, and I think that's really what it's about is becoming um, just like one a single network of, of checking out and um, being able to make it as easy as possible on desktop or mobile. Uh, obviously, one one click checkout it becomes a very easy experience on mobile. So I mean I think it's just um it's just another tool in the toolbox of optimizing your website and um and it's it's becoming more and more critical. It feels to me like the 
the one-click checkout and the common checkout method between websites. You know, so we, we re- as consumers, we recognise, well, oh, I'm familiar with that. I've got my login for that. Bing, bing, bing. Right. And I'm, or bing, I suppose, and I'm done. Because right. right. it's one-click in most instances. It feels to me like at the moment, the biggest advantage is that because it's a tried and tested process, the customer will check out faster. And then in a couple of years' time, the big advantage is going to be that the customer recognises the checkout. So it's kind of like at the moment, it's like, here's a tried, tested, easy route through. So we can quickly get some UX and conversion rate optimization improvement. But like, we're very, very close to the point where a consumer will go, oh, you don't have an X checkout. So I, it's harder to buy from you. So I'll buy from the other person because they've got the checkout or the payment method that I'm used to. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's, um, I think to follow up on that, I think, and I talked about a little bit about this yesterday internally. Is I think we've we're getting to a place where where our buying habits are becoming a bit more like our are our, our kind of mimicking our television habits in terms of of bundle versus unbundle. To, we bundle, we unbundle, we bundle, we unbundle, we bundle again. And I think like not only are people seeing, oh hey, this website also uses Bolt Checkout and my credit card information is in there and I know it's a secure platform and I feel comfortable. But I've also purchased from 10 other Bolt merchants and with single sign-on offerings, which you know we offer, I can see all my order statuses. I can see um, eventually you know, maybe shipping statuses and all that. And it just becomes a much more of a, not just a one-step checkout solution, but just a, a one-step e-commerce solution. Um, and I think starting to bundle more services like that. And I know we'll talk down the later on about like, you know, what should um, merchants look at as they're looking for a solution. But I don't think it's just, I think what's coming down the road is yes, for the, on the, on the consumer side, it's I identify that as a checkout solution I'm comfortable with and I want to use and therefore more likely to use that shop that site. But I think for merchants, what's coming down the road is, Simply offering one-step checkouts not enough from the from the fintech side. Like it, there needs to be more value add than that. Um, and, and what is that value add? I think that again, it plays on both sides of the coin. As a retailer, when you're now choosing who's going to be processing your payments and who your checkout's going to be, it's a case of well, what else are they doing to help me? You know, uh, get the cash, fees, fraud, all those bits and pieces you mentioned earlier. But then also from the consumer side we don't want all the logins in the world. And if it can do the whole in-flight delivery piece, and I'm not having to remember my logins to X, Y, and Z, right. which is, is very reminiscent of a discussion we had recently over on the e-commerce master plan podcast um, with Drew from ShipBob, who are a fulfillment. So another kind of traditionally thought of as a dirty back-end service, uh, no sure. offense. <laughs> um but you know, but they are—they're embracing the tech and pulling other things in to enable, you know, to really make a difference in the space. You've kind of like got the old world clunky, 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 and you've got the new world, better for consumer, better for retailer, embracing all, all, all of what tech can now give us. Yeah, completely. And I think um, the payment process isn't enough. There has to be additional value add for both the consumer and the uh, merchant to adopt it. And, um, and I think that's where, you know, Bolt is, it, it differentiates. Uh, and I think that's where merchants need to decide what direction they want to go in. Is, is it, you know, and, and I think also, I think what's 
become interesting is that this is now available, you know, from SMB all the way up to enterprise. Um, and it's, and so, um, and I think that's an important piece of it is that, um, there is a democratization of one step checkout and e-commerce that's occurring. Yeah. So you can kind of like from, from whether you've only got one customer or you've got a hundred, you can still get this to work for you. Yes. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, we've been talking kind of big picture about how all this fits together and where it might be going and where it might be. But I think what the listeners want to know right now is what's the options for them. So you mentioned we were going to come on to how to select a solution and key things to think about, which we were kind of verging into, but I'm just going to hurry us along a bit. So how does a merchant work out which solution? Obviously, Bolt is an option, but there are others out there. How do they work out if now's the time and and, and what functionality they potentially want? Sure. I mean, I think um, at the end of the day, you have to look at what the services are you're looking for and I guess differentiating a gateway versus a platform. So, I mean, you have obviously there's Apple Pay, there's Amazon Pay, there's other things out there, but those are really just gateways. Those are not providing additional value add in terms of services, in my opinion. Um, so you're not tracking all your orders or you're not um, the merchants aren't really getting anything other than a gateway through those those services. Um, so one is, um, you know, what are you looking for out of the service? Are you looking for someone who's also going to provide fraud protection? Are you also going to look for someone who's going to provide a single sign-on option with other sites in its network? Are you looking for um, a platform or rather, yeah, are you looking for a platform that is, you know, ever developing and adding new features and actually has a product roadmap? So, I mean, I think that's somewhere where, you know, Bolt um, as a platform, you know, differentiates itself. I think also, you know, with one click checkout, I mean, the huge important aspect of it is is the network effect, right? So it is the more merchants coming online, um, more shoppers using it. And um, and so I think you have to look at, you know, who's out there um promoting one one click one step checkout as as a service and what their network looks like and what are their plans to grow it um and what does their merchant network look like because um you want to have a seamless experience between for when that customer comes to you and sees um whatever the checkout button is or whatever the checkout process is that you want that familiarity so you know who else is in it is it merchants that uh are like-minded merchants merchants you respect is it a uh, uh, brands you respect so i mean i think those are all aspects to it but i do think there's an important thing of aspect of not just looking at it as oh this is a one-step checkout solution but rather is this a platform i'm bringing onto my site you know and an ever-growing um product roadmap i really like that point about the platform and the the evolving roadmap because whilst it's probably not as hard to switch websites and switch fulfillment service as it is to switch payment provider you still don't want to be doing it every year you know, you want to, and you, so you want in, in this time and age with the way things are moving in the industry, you want to be finding a partner who, who is pushing things forward, mm-hmm. you know, because it's such an, such an exciting area and there's so much development happening and consumers are demanding so much more. It's an area where you want your supplier to be your partner, to be coming to you and going, something new's happened, you need to know about this. No, by the way, we'll have it to roll out next month. All you have to do is click a button. Not to constantly be going, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? You know, you kind of, you want to be led by your partner, I think, in a, in a way. 
Well, my friend, not to, you know, show too much on behalf of my, my, you know, um, my new company, but I mean, yeah, I think that's exactly it. And I think that's in the past. I mean, that's where I think so many of, of my relationships when I was on the merchant side have grown out of, whether it's on the SI front and now you're going to tell everyone what an SI is. I'm going to ask you to tell everyone oh, what yeah, an SI is. Yeah, system, <laughs> systems integrator. Uh, so whether it's, you know, on, on the systems integrator dev front or whether it's on the SaaS front, I mean, the SaaS platforms that I evangelize on behalf and have in the past, even on the merchant side, were ones that were critically or, or put Industry West, when I was with Industry West, put Industry West's um, success as its highest priority. And I really felt that, you know, getting to know Bold. I felt, and then there, we've talked about other platforms in the past that, you know, I've evangelized on behalf in terms of whether it was Nosto or Klaviyu or whatever, um, that I felt like, they came to us and said, have you tried this? Do you want a beta that? Do you, um, are you aware of this? Um, and it wasn't just simply embed this on your site and off you go. Yeah. It was, um, you know, here's a lot of JavaScript and, you know, see in six months for your billing cycle. It was really <laughs> like, you know, and I think, and I, and I guess I don't understand. Um, and I think we've talked about this also is that why more and more SaaS fintech companies, whatever it is, don't take on that, uh, aren't more involved in the success of their merchant partners when their revenue stream is so dependent on the success of their merchant partners. Um, exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's really it. Is is there is there a product? And I think it's fair for merchants to ask, what's your product roadmap? Like, what's in the future? Is this just simply a product I'm going to add to my site and it's going to be stagnant for six months? I wouldn't just say it's fair to ask. I say it's essential you know, from from my my perspective, when I'm choosing what software we're going to be using for the podcasts and you know our marketing, I'm looking at what's coming up. What have you got coming down the line that's going to help me in the future? Because a, I want to see people are developing and they're interested in developing, but I also want to check their roadmap direction is the direction I want to go in. Sure. You know, not not that they're about to spend the next year developing something that is of no interest to me at all, because that makes it makes it a bad fit. Of course. Um, okay, uh, clearly, Ian, you and I could go on about this for quite a while. I think, but hopefully, <laughs> everyone's got got the point. You want to find partners rather than just suppliers these days, especially for the, these key developing areas. I'm going to tweet that. Uh, you may, you may tweet that. You um, want to find partners, not, <laughs> well, not just providers. Is that what it was? You've got to <laughs> find partners, not just suppliers. Suppliers, right? Because uh, one is a two-way relationship and one is a one-way relationship. Right. Um, and in the other direction, just money flows. Um, so that's how we get started. We find the right platform and then we follow their process of, of putting it in place. But is this something every business should be looking at now? I mean, in our previous new, new episode, we were talking about TikTok. And that's not something everybody should be looking at right now. But it feels a bit like embracing the new world of payments and the new world of checkouts and one-click checkouts in particular is something which every e-commerce business should be exploring. I would have a hard thought time to figure out why not. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't embrace this and look at this right now, particularly if, um, I mean, let's be frank, a lot of the enterprise, if you're, if you're on the enterprise side, I mean, I think a lot of the places where the enterprise um, platforms fail is in checkout. And, and the checkout experience at the most basic level. Um, I mean, I, I've said this publicly and, and privately. I mean, I think what we were using before Bolt when I was at Industry West just wasn't a great checkout experience. Like an out-of-the-box checkout experience with your enterprise uh, website provider just 
tends not to be amazing. Um, so I think, but that's okay. Like, I think you're, you're, that's why there are these partners out there. I mean, I think that's why we're striving to do better, uh, whether it's on, whether on site search or on site recommendations or whatever. I mean, you don't expect your website out of the box to be able to do everything amazingly well. And there's an ecosystem. That's why we have this amazing e-commerce ecosystem that's built around, um, what we do. Uh, so that being said, like, I don't know why you wouldn't strive to, um, improve the checkout experience, both in terms of the aesthetic aspect and in terms of the network effect uh, aspect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's something for everyone. And I think there are now platforms out there that are making it available to everyone, whether you're trying to make that first million, five million, or whether you're at a hundred million uh, or somewhere in between. Um, so I mean, I think that's really cool also is that it's just not a, um, a wish, but it, but it's a, it's a, it's a definite opportunity for everyone. And it, it strikes me that those with, you know, the millennial and the Gen Z customers, they need this because their customers are crying out for it and it's all about mobile, et cetera, et cetera. But even those, those serving, you know, the over fifties, the over sixties, the over seventies, your customers might not be asking you for it, but they're going to appreciate the better experience. So it's more your opportunity to wow them than mm -hmm. to catch up with where they think you should be anyway. I agree. And I think the better cart experience, like the, also the better, like checking out with your credit card experience, right? Because I do think the generation you're talking about still hasn't fully adopted and won't fully adopt Apple Pay and won't fully adopt um, Visa Pay or, or Amazon Pay or whatever. But like there is still, we talk a lot about, about all these, like, you know, those solutions, but like we still just need to optimize for people putting in their credit card information. And if they don't have to that second time, um, great. Like that much easier. The LTV is going to go up, you know, uh, first time AOV is, is better. Second time LTV, you know, and then obviously LTV grows, and the first time conversion rates better, you know, as you're showing that better experience, the first time it's conversion rate and eventually LTV is, is increasing. So, um, do I have to define all those? Um, <laughs> I'll do it very quickly for okay. you. So LTV, everyone, also known as CLTV, is customer lifetime value. That's the overall value of your customers to you over time. And AOV is average order value. One of the most ignored e-commerce stats that really shouldn't be ignored. I've forgotten the word that sums that up. But if you're not tracking your AOV, start tracking your AOV by channel and by basically everything. It's super important. Um, anyway, that's my AOV rant enabled. So thank you for that. Yeah, sure. Um, right, Ian, what have I not asked you about, about one-click checkout that I should do before we go into, uh, into the next part of our chat? Is there anything we've missed? Have we covered it all, do you think? I think the whole narrative about one-click checkout has just become a lot about speed. And I think that's important. Like, I think the ability to check out quickly um, is, is critical. But I think also, like I said, I mean, as a merchant and as you're looking to optimize your site overall, I mean, I think ask the question of, yes, I want a great checkout experience and that's, you know, primary, but how can this, uh, what I'm adding to my site help above and beyond that? And, and, and what is the value add there in addition to just a, a good checkout experience? And I think that's a critical question to be asked uh, as you're looking to, to add to your site. Nice sum up. I like it. Okay, Ian, we are now going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors and then we'll be talking about the wider world of one-click checkouts. Not that it gets that much wider, but we're going to go further into it. <laughs> 
Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Okay, Ian, so far we've gone deep into the one-click checkout. Um, Sticking to that topic, you now get to wow us with some top one-click checkout tips. So you ready for these? Let's go. Okay, let's start with the newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to upgrade their payment system, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Um, yeah, I think it's like just what I said a, a bit ago is just um, know what you're uh, what you're getting out of adding this to your site. I mean, I think figure out what the shopping experience is that you you like as a vendor, as a merchant, and, and then strive for that. But then also don't just stop there, but also ask yourself um what is the value add of, of adding this platform to my site and and fair questions to ask are you know is there a fraud solution is there a single sign-on solution is there um a abandoned cart solution is there what, what else what is the network of this platform um how many shoppers are on it how many people are currently using it um how have other vendors used it? And I think also the, one of the most important questions also is how easy is it to add to my site? Um, ask your, if whether it's internal or external developer, you know, figure out. Um, and that's something that, I mean, I did with every SaaS offering. It was go to my developers. It was just, have you implemented this before on a site? Um, then Magento. Uh, have you implemented this before on a Magento site? Okay, how was that process? Did you go over budget, under budget? Those are all newbie questions I would ask and things you need to know before you get down the path, before you sign. Yeah, and that, when you're asking your your site builders those questions, try and do it on a video call because you want to see their facial reaction <laughs> when you mention something because that can tell you a lot. Um, okay, over, once- over a pint. Yeah, make sure you're, see- you're seeing the real honest reaction. Um, okay, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve the checkout performance? I think little things. I mean, I think um, be creative about um, verbiage around promo codes. Be creative around your button colors. Be creative about um, whether you're going to let them, you know, check out at the cart level, depending upon, you know, the the product and the AOV, I think just just be creative. Uh, just like anything else on on in terms of optimization is um, look at all those different aspects. And I mean something as simple as the copy on the checkout button. Um, whether you know a we've we've in the past I've tested you know does the little security lock sort of icon increase lift or, or lead to lift in, in checkout conversion um, or checkout rate. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all those small things, nothing, nothing too small to A-B test ever. Excellent. Okay. If someone wants to learn more about uh, one-click checkouts, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Yeah, this one is tough. Um, I don't know that there's an, like a great one. I think so a lot of the one-click checkout solutions uh, have good blogs that explain a lot of things. You know, I think Bolt has a great blog um, <laughs> to check out, but um 
no pun intended. But uh, I mean, I think really, I mean, my go-to is, is, is marketing Twitter, e-commerce Twitter. I mean, you, uh, we, you always ribbon me a little bit. Yeah, I'm all over the Twitters with my hot takes on e-commerce. But I mean, I think e-commerce is, I mean, Twitter is a great place to learn. Just just ask um, and, and people will be pretty, there's a lot of transparency there. There's a lot of um, uh, hot air, <laughs> being <below that> Twitter, <laughs> but there's, there a lot of trans, there's a lot of transparency as well. Excellent. Okay, finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for with our checkouts? Um, what's coming up? I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it's, it's just all going to become easier. <laughs> um, I, think, <laughs> uh, I think different channels, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more checkout added to different channels. Um, and so I'm mean, going to think integration with those channels. Uh, is going to be critical. Um, so I, I think uh, on the checkout front, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a busy um, vertical right now. But I think cookout winners will emerge, and um, and I think it's for the benefit of uh, of smaller merchants. I, I really think at the end of the day, this all I think what's on the horizon is this will benefit smaller merchants. Um, and I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see, and I'm excited to work with um, merchants who are trying, striving for their first million, for their first 5 million, for their first 10 million. Um, Cause I remember how exciting that was for me when I was on the merchant side. And, and I think that's, um, and I think that's um, in all the, gas baggery of e-com marketing twitter and uh, um i think we lose some of that and we we've we've lost some of, of our way in terms of just celebrating that and i think um that's what i think we're going to see a lot of amazing wins um and i think one step checkout is just going to help that it almost feels like an area that's about to explode mm-hmm. and so it's it's quite hard to tell where it's going to go next because so much is going to happen in the next three, six months as we run into Christmas 2021. Ian, we are very nearly at the end of the show. Uh, We've mentioned Bolt plenty of times, but we haven't really told the listeners how to actually find you and Bolt on the web and social media. So could you do that, please? Yeah, sure. So Bolt is, uh, follow us on Twitter. We're Bolt, B-O-L-T, at Bolt. I am at I-R-Leslie, I-R-L-E-S-L-I-E on Twitter. I tweet a lot about soccer or football, as you call it, and um, trading cards and e-commerce and my kids. And uh, yeah, that's really it. Cool. And Bolt.com as well. Bolt.com. Which is where they'll find the blog you mentioned, and yes. um, and there's some quite nice videos on there about the quick guides to how one click checkout works as well. For yes. anyone else to, yeah, to and some out. and great, and I think and just kind of going back to Bolt.com for a second, I mean, I think what I appreciate we we list our merchants very, we give priority to the merchants there, and I think that's really what won me over, um, and I think is very important. Excellent, Ian. It has been a lovely catching up with you on a different podcast this time, which yeah. has been exciting. Exciting. Um, But thanks so much for coming on and joining me and talking about something that's so new. Um, So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. So if you are still battling away with your own checkout that you have that came with your website provider that you dislike and that never quite does what you want and you're never quite happy with how it gets uh, people check out and you have, oh God, we've got to integrate something else and it's just all a bit of a faffy nightmare. 
Um, for that reason alone, you should go and check out Bolt.com or look at the other options and go through that kind of checklist that Ian and I were talking about of how to decide who the right provider is for you, because your life can be a lot easier and the performance of your website can be a lot better. So lots to think about there. You can get links to everything Ian and I discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more via keepoptimizing.com. There you can also join our email list so you don't miss a single episode or anything of them many other new exciting things I share by email to help you grow your business. As our content this month is so eclectic, we will not be having our guests back for a webinar. So why not watch one of the replays that are still all available on the website? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimising podcast. If you've enjoyed it, then why not check out our series of episodes on improving your conversion rates? Because that's essentially what we've been talking about today. Um, episodes 10 to 14 go through other ways of improving the conversion rate of your website. So they fit, I think, quite well with what we've been talking about today. Please do also tell your fellow marketers about the Keep Optimising podcast because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their marketing. Have a great week, all of you, and make sure you listen to the next episode. We'll be exploring another new, new opportunity so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.